1: It's Haunted Playground right here on the Live Paranormal Radio Network. We're at LiveParanormal.com, we're at iHeartRadio.com, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, and the list goes on and on. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 27-year talk radio host, and this is Haunted Playground. This show is about... Everything outside of the three dimensions, all things in the spiritual and paranormal world, whether you want to talk about life after death or you believe there's a Loch Ness monster in your above-ground swimming pool, it belongs right here on Haunted Playground. And every week, I gather the brightest and the most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in the spiritual community, in the paranormal community, in the human community, and we talk about everything lovely and beautiful. This is a show for magical thinkers and I proudly am one. My guest today is wonderfully talented everything, actor, writer, director, producer, content creator. He's a Reiki master, spiritual healer, a clown, every beautiful, a mime, everything you can imagine that's here to lighten and uplift people's hearts. Please welcome my good friend, Michael McHale. How are you, my friend? It's good to hear your voice, sweetie.
0: Hey there. I'm doing great. It's good to hear your voice, too. I miss you, sweet one.
1: I miss you, too, sweetie. I'm so sorry that I know we were going to celebrate my birthday, uh, but Mm -hmm. then I got back from my birthday and immediately discovered that I had uh, all these things that were going on in my head that I thought were different things were an infected tooth that caused a gum infection that caused a jaw infection. Wait till you see me. My teeth look like I'm a teenager again. So it was an ordeal of getting the infection right, then getting the root canal. I still am facing the crown, but that doesn't happen for another couple of weeks. And then just one, the day I got the root canal, the night I got the root canal, I got COVID. No. So So I've really been off for five weeks and it's an interesting thing with what I do I don't know if your life is like this too, but when I'm not feeling good, my clients disappear. Like the phone just doesn't even ring. So I had a lot of time yeah, no, to that, really that take happens, time off and
0: recover. To yeah, Isn't that, that weird? To too, How do they know? Energetically. I think just energetically yeah. it's like it's kind I of agree. like what you put out to the universe is what you get back and if you're putting out I'm not feeling good now and I just leave me alone. I'm, a, you know, cause I could be a baby sometimes right. when I'm sick. You know, Bob okay. has to put up with it. So, you know, I, I, need, I need my quiet time when I'm, re, when I'm uh, recuperating. Gotcha.
1: And I don't even put out that. I'm happy to work through being sick, but I think spirit just says, no, 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 we're making the decision for you. Take the time off. So I did. I took the time off from radio. I took it off from my video shows, which you know I never do. The only thing I did was my live web TV talk show only because it's booked through July and I didn't want to start moving things around. So I was like one hour a week, I have to be able to come to the table and the rest of the time I can rest. It's interesting how spirit gives you what you need, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. our higher selves are always completely in tune with what, what we actually need. We, we think we know what we need and we don't. Yeah. You know, it's like most, some of the times we do, but our higher selves are definitely more in tune. So it's, what it's good that you that, uh, listen. Hmm?
1: I t- yeah, I took some time. What are the things that you do to keep yourself healthy so you can be someone who heals others?
0: Uh, I drink a lot of water, a lot of water, and I I had no idea that that makes such a big difference uh, physically. Uh, just to be to be in a place, it, it helps you to be more grounded. And I I do my Vedic meditation twice a week, twice a day. Sorry, twice a day. I just invested in a beautiful meditation pyramid that I set up outside. It's a six foot high uh, pyramid and it has worked wonders in my life, completely brought me to a different place.
1: Wow. Is that different than the one you have inside?
0: Uh, yeah, it's taller. It's tall. I don't, you know, cause I had, I had a shorter one inside and then I realized I wanted, I wanted to put it outside and actually sit under it and, be you know just let it let it work its magic over me and uh and it it has it does and and we also just invested Beautiful. in a recumbent bike as well. And that's been making a world of difference, just sitting on there for an hour a day and just, uh, you know, focusing on being healthy and being grounded and breathing. Just it's it really is about the breath and, the you know, the elements, the the breath and the water and the earth feeling close to the earth. And, you know, just it really it really is uh, pretty special.
1: Yes, I agree. That's absolutely a thing. It's a beautiful thing. Just um, simple things
0: we can do. Wh- yeah.
1: Why does the power of the pyramid resonate so much with you? Because my mom was like that, too. She was all about uh, everything in a pyramid shape.
0: Well, it really I, – I definitely feel connected uh, to Egypt. I always have. I've always uh, – my favorite musical has always been Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat you know, in the story about you know, Joseph and his family in Egypt and I've just always felt connected. I, I feel like I was definitely there in in another life. You know, uh I don't know what I was but you know, <laughs> but but I feel connected. And and the pyramid also 'cause it's uh, made of bra- it's made of copper. So it really does help you to to, to kind of bring all the chakras together into one place and unite them and ground them. You feel the difference. Yeah, you copper is feel magic, right? Uh, my mom had yes. that
1: same thing with Egypt. So I was raised on Egypt. I have so many cool things in my house that she made me, um, you know, uh, Bast the Cat and Anubis. I have candle holders where their eyes glow and the candle mm-hmm. goes through them and all this wonderful stuff.
0: She loved it. Well,
1: have so
0: you, when have she was in college, show, Moon Knight. No. Oh, it's on Dis- Disney Plus. I know I'm plugging Disney here, but it's it's okay. all about the the superhero gods of of, of Egypt. Uh, and it's oh, I really love that. really spectacular. Beautifully filmed yeah. and just. When they get into meeting the different gods and their their powers and what they represent. It's it's pretty beautiful. It's pretty magical. It's a pretty you know, she would always talk of, about shows to pick it up, huh?
1: She would always talk about hieroglyphics and how in college she was obsessed with hieroglyphics and after she died I was coming out of the bathroom one day and I saw this book on hieroglyphics that I had never ever seen in my mother's house before this old book and it was kind of pulled out from the bookcase like two or three inches and I opened it up and it had $3,000 in it.
0: My mom was not a
1: cash person. She was a money goes in the bank person. She did not hide cash in books. I opened this book and $3,000 fell out of it. Is that amazing? That's
0: crazy. Mm
1: -hmm. So then I looked through every single book and there was nothing else. It was just that. But I think it was sitting there for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna find fifty thousand dollars and I looked through every single book and there was nothing.
0: Just that hieroglyphic. And the here. first
1: time right? I think she did the first time I went through all her books, I didn't see anything and I didn't see that book. And then all of a sudden there it was like pulled out for me.
0: So Wow.
1: The magic of the hieroglyphic. I, I
0: love hearing that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> well, there's yeah. all we're um... always being guided, right? By those well, that, interesting, that are
0: close to us. Yeah. I mean, I have this, I have this, like this fanny pack that I use when I travel and I, I hadn't looked really looked in it since Christmas. And as you know, I was back visiting my new family for Christmas and I went through the fanny pack before our last, our, our recent trip to Oregon. And, um, I went through it, and I found this little zipper spot that I forgot that was there, and I opened it, and I found hundreds of dollars in there. And then I remembered that I had went and got a whole bunch of 20s so I could give them out to all my new nieces and nephews and my, my new cousins and stuff. And then um, a lot of them I couldn't meet up with because there was COVID going around. And so I just gave gifts, but I had all these all this money that I had put away, and I completely forgot about it. And I found it six months later. I'm like, damn, I Fantastic. like that. That's not good. I'm gonna start doing Fantastic. that now. Just put money, put money in different places, and just you know, <laughs> you know find it. Little, yeah, anyway. and,
1: then, <laughs> and it's like a, it's like your birthday every day. You find it. That's so funny. Yeah. Um yeah. So you guys travel a lot, and you've always traveled a lot. But, I mean, it seems like the last couple of years you've really traveled a lot. When you travel, do you pick up something spiritual anywhere you go, like a crystal or something?
0: Yep, everywhere, yeah. I just got some uh, up in Oregon. I got some new stones I never heard about called Amazon Amazon Nights, Amazon Nights. Um, I've never heard of them before. And the green one, yeah. And I've never heard of them. I had no idea what they what they did and what they actually you know, what kind of power they they held and stuff and I just I love it. I love them. I, I got a few of them. And um and I love that it. it just um it helps with like fatigue and trauma and just anything that takes away energy from us. It just helps you to really, you know, just to heal. You know, so I'm really, I'm really uh, happy with and them. I love the them. Fantastic
1: healing stone. Yeah. Yes. What are, what are some I've of the stones that them. you? What mm-hmm. are some of the stones that you've worked with for your own healing, and that you that you recommend to others, and that you helped use to heal others? Because there's so many good stones for healing and everybody resonates with different ones, right?
0: Yes, yes. Um for me it's uh amethyst is definitely the most powerful. I mean, it's great for healing, it's great for sleep. I have one near the bed. Uh I use it with my clients. I have an amethyst bed actually that's like thousands of amethyst stones that that I that I use with uh for my healing practice and also uh selenite is like uh, it's selenite is great when you have like a, a physical pain like if you have a pain in your hand or your leg you just it's kind of like a bag of ice but it's in the form of a stone and it absolutely absolutely helps so yeah those, those are my two favorites that i love
1: selenite's like a super scrubber right i'm i'm gonna put a selenite i've decided i'm putting a selenite wand in every room of my house
0: Oh yeah. It's so great. It's just, just powerful, powerful stuff. Um and then I have the one that's uh the, the superstone that's like the seven the seven uh chakra stones all together. And I have like three of those now that I found. Which I just I just love, 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 because love. 'Cause you're getting oh, I you're love getting that. a whole like super injection, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge yeah. fan of amethyst too. I really think amethyst is my favorite stone to work with. I love them all. I never met a crystal I didn't like.
0: There's something about
1: amethyst. It's one of the first ones I ever worked with, and it still I think resonates the best for me.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is great. It's it's a great. It's a great stone. It's just so calming and so uh just just for, it's just for everything. It just works. It works on so many different levels. And when you do incorporate it with copper, it just magnifies it. I mean, copper magnifies any, any stone. You right. know, so it, yeah, it's copper really is uh, magic. It's just so magic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Copper is really something. And I like to use the powerful trio of amethyst, rose quartz, and quartz crystal. They're quartz. I think that trio, first of all, I love things in threes because I'm all about the number three.
0: Yeah. And I think there's yeah.
1: something about those three together that they kind of form a perfect triad, especially for connecting to spirit. If you're looking for messages from spirit and you're not receiving them, try putting those three things in your hand. You know? I love
0: that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. I love that.
1: So I was talking a little bit at the beginning of the show I made a joke about this, but I've been told recently and I was not a compliment that I'm a magical thinker. And I I always I never really knew what that was, so I looked it up. And I kind of loved everything about it and I thought, well, yeah, I'm a magical thinker and what's wrong with that? Yeah. I'm sure you've been told you're a magical thinker as well. I wouldn't be anything but a magical thinker to believe that everything happens for a reason and everything is, is because of that's the way spirit wants it. I mean, I think that's how we're supposed to live our lives. Yeah. So I've, I've, been called, is, I've been
0: called magical all the time, but I haven't been called a magical thinker. I like that though.
1: Yeah. I think for people who are not magical thinkers, Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like a, you know, well, why don't you go off to fairyland and imagine your stuff kind of an attitude. But right, I'm right. like, yeah, why don't we go off to fairyland and imagine our stuff? That sounds great.
0: Yeah. So that's the way that's um, what we're supposed to be doing. We're here to create our own life. You know, exactly. we're here to create, you know, what we're what we're um what we want in our lives, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're here for. We're here to experience bliss and to be there for everyone else when they need us. The best that Absolutely. we can. The best that we can. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So how much of your life is manifestation? And how much do you believe in the power of manifestation?
0: I think 100% of my life is manifestation. I mean, it it really is what I'm putting out, I get right back. Uh, Sometimes it takes a little longer to get it back when it's something I really truly desire, but then there are other times when it's it's instant. Like I remember one time, and again, talk about paranormal stuff, I mean, I, I love, like I'm, you know me, I'm all about taking care of people in need, all about, helping the homeless, helping people who have needs. I'm all about, you know, doing what I can, donating uh, donating my time, my money, my resources. And one time, I will never ever forget this. I was driving, I wanna say Glendale, Driving in Glendale, I was at a stoplight and this woman was going car to car asking for money. And her energy was just so beautiful and amazing, there was something about her. And I just, you know, for me, my my rule of thumb with homeless people, and people judge this all the time, I, if I have it on me, I give $20. I don't give any less. I give 20 bucks, And I just, because I'm just like, you know what, just here, go get something to eat, go, some, go get something to drink. I love it. And this one time when I did this, I gave this woman the 20 and then uh, the green light came, and I started driving. I got a call, and I booked a $2,000 gig. That was like universe in motion, like in the moment. It was like, wow. you know, I, I gave, I put it out, and the universe is like, that's how it works. Here you go. And I got a $2,000 gig, literally like Beautiful. moments afterwards. It just, I attracted that, and I believe that, and I believe that, you know, if you keep talking about lack, 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 you're just going to have more lack. It's just it's just I agree the way the too. universe yeah. works, you know. So right, and I also believe if you think it and giving it and yeah,
1: I also think if you think manifesting is demanding, you're going to have a problem. I've had people say to me,
0: exactly. clients and people yeah.
1: in workshops, "But I told yes. the universe what I wanted and I didn't get it." It's like, well, <laughs> you don't really tell universe; you co-create with universe,
0: right? Exactly, So you don't make a
1: a laundry list of everything you want and expect them to deliver it to you the next day. You say, I've been thinking it might be good for the world if I open my spiritual practice. And then you let spirit respond and say, oh, that's a good idea. We think you should do this. And then you say, okay, I will. And how about this? And it becomes a conversation, right? Yes, a
0: um, uh, back and forth.
1: You're not demanding, you're asking for the fulfillment of something that you think might be for you, and you let spirit tell you what's what's for you. Okay, this sounds great. We're supporting this for you, but we'd like you to incorporate this. Okay. It's like a relationship with a human, right? Every relationship is a co-creation.
0: Absolutely. And, um, and isn't it that saying that... You know, everyone in your life is either a teacher or a student. And in everyone else's life, you're also a teacher or a student as well.
1: Yes, that's very true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very true and very beautiful. And you have it's to be okay to simple. be that. Being a, yep. being a student is great. And, uh, you know, I was telling you about this last night with my girlfriend's daughter, who's a wonderful budding light worker. Something She's taking a philo- an Eastern philosophy class in college. And they were talking about how there's an energy to the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. As you evolve, right, yes. and you begin to yes. know things, you realize that there is a vastness of everything that you don't know and things that you will never know. And you're okay mm-hmm. with that. And that's part of the co-creation, right? Spirit doesn't need you to have all the answers.
0: No, you just, no, no, um, no,
1: You just need to know what you need to know
0: right and you trust you try like like D would always yes. say my you know my mentor Dee, Dee Wallace who we love, love 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 she would always say like it like when we were doing scenes like for you know with um with uh acting and stuff it was you if you if you get caught up in the moment just say I know that I know that I know and just keep saying right. that until you get it. And you do. Yeah, cuz you do know. We do know right. there we know every word that exists. We it just you just have to trust yourself that it will come to you.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You know, and you're perpetually so. a student, right? So there're always things you're yes. learning. Yes. At no yep. point in this life, probably at no point 10 lives down the road, are you going to be the master of everything because this is soul school, just like if you have put in 10 years of college. You may know a lot, but you don't know everything. There's still more things to discover and learn, and that's the beauty of life, you know, is the trusting and the not having everything figured out. The wonderment of things being presented to you, that's, that's, that's the beauty of life,
0: right? Yes, exactly. Why would you want to know everything that's going to happen anyway? You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's the excitement. It's the excitement yeah, of figuring, you know, figuring it out along the way. It's all about the journey. It's not about the destination. Remember? Exactly. <laughs> I don't even yeah. have a
1: destination. Do you have a destination? I don't really have a destination anymore. I just live I I do in today
0: yeah. and I
1: let spirit tell me what's next.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I mean, I have uh, destinations yeah, yeah. that are earthbound. Like, I do this show every Wednesday at 5 o'clock Pacific, but as far as ethereal things, I don't have a destination. I'm just walking my path, and to me, every day on my path is magical. Um, there yeah. are no, no days that are more magical than others because every day brings its own gifts.
0: Yes, absolutely, yes, yes. If we allow it, though, that's the thing, too. Right, Yes, because people literally—they right. gift after gift comes in their life, and they just pass it by.
1: Mhm. Mhm. You know, you working know, with musicians in my twenties and thirties, and watching them grow and evolve, and sometimes booking the same band for twenty years, I learned an interesting thing about artists, and I think this applies to your spiritual path too. If you think you know everything then you don't have any room to grow. Yeah. You know, when an, when an artist, an actor or a writer or a musician believes that they now know everything and their talent is, they've, they've, they've figured out everything about their talent, then they're no longer seeking to expand. And at that time, they stop growing. And yeah. I think it's that way spiritually too. If you think you've got it all figured out and there's nothing else to learn, then you stop growing. And I think we're supposed to grow every, every pace on our path.
0: Yes. Yep. Absolutely. It's about growth. Yeah. So what Amen. have you
1: manifested lately? What's your, what's your most recent manifestation?
0: Uh, two things. Um, my, my book is recently out that I've been my uh, Dino Dogs book that I've been working on Dino Dogs for many, many years, and the book we started on right before COVID, and then it hit a uh, snafu, you know, from COVID, and because I met my family, so I got a little distracted. Um, And so I'm very happy about that. And then I manifested uh, my short film is being made this weekend uh, with Dee, with Dee Wallace.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: How amazing is that? It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm extremely excited. And yeah. And I just got a commercial agent as well, a new commercial agent. Like last week, I've been trying to find one for a long time. So those are the three big things that man, have manifested recently for me. And now, are those um, things yeah. that
1: you were, are those things you were focusing on manifesting for this year? Yes. Or are those, a dialogue yes. that you've continued to have with Spirit, like, and don't forget my book, and don't forget my short film, because sometimes no, it's Spirit's like, like that. yes, but not.
0: Yeah, no, both of them and the commercial agent, you know, the commercial agent was a little kind of recently because Mayan, sadly, passed away from COVID. So oh, I I'm had so to get sorry. a new commercial agent, and yeah, and oh. I didn't know he was an anti-vaxxer until he passed oh. which i was very sad about but um I'm so sorry but he uh yeah yeah he was a good he was a good guy but he i and i had no idea he was an anti-vexer i was like oh honey come on and and you know but uh but i so i i needed a new commercial agent and and i have one now and she's wonderful and i'm very very excited about it that's but, wonderful. Uh, I uh, think that's
1: terrific. And I think you're, I think he would be very thrilled that you found someone to help you because he's no longer here.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know he's looking down and, you know, just being a part of it, too. So, yeah. I love that. So Yeah. I love that. So that's, uh, that's when, you, when it's your time.
1: It's yeah. your time. Right. I mean, that just is what it is. <clears throat> um.
0: That, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it's important. And I was talking to a client about this yesterday. Um, He was saying that he was going to collaborate with some folks on a property close to where he lives to start a spiritual center. But his dream is to move somewhere else in the country and have 10 times as much anchorage. That's just his, and he and his family live on it. And he said, do I wait for that? What do I do? And I said, you know, this is the thing. And that's why I always tell people to have journals because I like the physical energy of writing something down. You can put it mm-hmm. in a laptop or your phone, but I like the writing down where you can look at it with your eyes and you've done the writing. Right, when right. you think about something, like, like I'll give you, a, a, a for instance, my retirement plan is to open a spiritual center in the San Fernando Valley and one in my hometown of Huntington Beach and turn them both into churches to crystal shop, teaching space, and move back and forth. Um, but I'm not going to be able to do that this year. And I hopefully will be able to do that in five years, but Spirit hasn't told me when yet. So that's, right. on, the, that's on the dream docket, the way his, his ten times the acreage across the country is on the docket. But Spirit wants you to continually manifest that, but doesn't want you to not do anything until you can actualize that. For me, spirit's always saying, that's wonderful. Now, what can we do this year? What can you do this month? So I'm soft launching um, a version of that in one place, hopefully within this year, with just a smaller space and keeping my eye on what I really want, but meanwhile actually doing stuff. Because sometimes you get so pent up and, and caught up in, the thing that you want, the big thing that hasn't happened yet, right? That you just become paralyzed and you don't do anything. And it's important that you're always doing things. You know, when I was booking music, I don't know why I keep bringing that up today, but I knew bands that like 10, 12 years, the album hadn't come out. They're like, it's not perfect. We're going to add four more guitar tracks. Meanwhile, other artists had put four, five, six albums out by then and they were selling them and they were getting gigs and they were touring. I understand we want the big thing and we want to be perfect and we all have our opus, but the messages from spirit are always remember the big thing because that's coming for you. We're going to bring that to you, but not today. So now how about work on this because this will lead to that, which will lead to that, which will lead to that. And meanwhile, the energy is you're the object in motion that's staying in motion, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to keep, you've got to keep it moving. You've got to keep, you know, universe, the universe is constantly in motion. It's, I mean, what is it? What, like, aren't we moving like 350,000 miles, like a day, like spinning around? Yeah. Like the actual planet, you know, it's like, wait a minute. Oh, here it is. The earth spins a thousand miles an hour. The earth, We're supposed age. to be here. Yeah. Right.
1: We're moving yeah. like a like hell on wheels. We need and you're supposed to be there's an energy to moving. So when I was sick and I didn't do anything for 5 weeks, last week I dragged myself out of my post-COVID state and said to myself, "You know what? I I'm, I'm going to make myself do my radio shows, and do my video shows, even if I only do an hour. And the day last week, last Thursday, that I did my first video show, the clients all came back, and I've been hella busy ever since then. So that's that's why you have to stay in motion. Like with your dino dogs, right? I mean, you've been working on that for longer than I've known you. But you're not stopping your whole life until dino dogs happen. You're also no. doing things as they come and staying in Finding motion my
0: family with the, and, yeah right, yeah yeah how
1: how has that been for you? It's interesting because um I finally have well I did my twenty three and me two months ago, and they came back and told me my DNA wasn't valid, so maybe mom was right, and we were we are aliens, so I have to do it again. Yeah. They're sending me a replacement kit, um but I don't know who my father is and as yeah. as you didn't and so um i'm wondering if siblings of mine are going to show up in my 23 me you know there's a um there's a netflix documentary right now i can't think of what the yeah. name of it is Just but,
0: right but it's about, about these it.
1: right it's about these kids yeah. that all found out the same doctor was their father yeah. well my doctor so we was my father was them. also a doctor <laughs> Because I'm a donor baby as Is well. Was that your dad? Was that your dad? And I'm dad? like, no, that's not, that's not my dad. Wrong state. But am I going to find, I don't think that's my dad. Honestly, I said that, but I don't know. Don't rule it out. Um, am I going to find all these siblings when my DNA goes up? And that's exciting, but it's also a little scary, yeah. right? So why don't you share your story with my listeners so they can hear about what happened with you because that was such a
0: success story. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, Mike Pingle wanted to call in and say, hi, I don't know if you were doing that or not, but sure. Let me go
1: find the studio and see, go find him. Yeah. Tell him to call in.
0: Okay. So, um, so yeah, so for me it was, you know, I, I was, I was actually looking for a whole different person because my father had given my mom a fake name. That's the theory. My mom's not here to verify that, but that's what one of my sister's joked, that he probably gave her a fake name and when I told my dad that theory, he laughed and said, eh, "Maybe." <laughs> so, cuz it was so long oh, ago. okay. it you was know, like 55 years ago. So, um but uh so I Bob got me, my husband got me the ancestry.com and okay. uh Uh, and I, at Christmas 2016 and I did it and these people came up and I contacted them and said, are you related to the Hennessy's? And everyone said, no, 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 because that's who I was looking for. And then, you know, as the story goes, I find out two years, three years later that, you know, my dad wasn't a Hennessy and it was actually McHale and, uh, And these people that did pop up were all from my dad, you know. But because Hennessy wasn't in the mix, I just ignored them all. And I just assumed that they were from my mom's side. And I was wrong. (laughs) I was definitely wrong. Um, Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, I Zoomed with everyone for almost a year, like every week. And it was amazing and funny and frustrating and lovely and wonderful all at the same time. And everyone was very, uh, very embracing and very loving. And uh, and then I finally met them all like a year ago, April 9th. You know, I, I flew out to surprise meet them all and it's been quite an experience and all of them are just lovely and wonderful and the one thing that really stands out is that uh a they're all gorgeous but b they (laughs) all they're all very committed and they all love their jobs, like they all, like my, my brother, one brother's a Marine and he's worked with veterans for like 20, like he's been a Marine for 24 years. My one sister has been a school bus driver for many, many years. My other brother was an EMT. So he would help people like in the, in healthcare. My, my sister works in radio. Uh, she's worked in radio for over a decade uh, in programming and stuff. So it's been. And my other sister works like you know she works at like MIT, you know one of the big. She's she's brilliant, and she's. Be, I mean, they're all beautiful. They're just all beautiful inside and out. Let me just say it that way. And but they they all do what they love, and they all have very meaningful jobs, like jobs that really like make differences in the world and they're committed. Right. They love what they do. And, and it just, I love that because on my mom's side and I love, I love my mom's side, like her brothers and stuff, you know, um, two of them were all, you know, always committed, like doing what they loved and love what they did and, you know, love what they do and stuff. But for the most part, not so much, not as much, you know as on my dad's side yeah. so that was actually a really great gene that I know that I got I got from my dad and he my dad himself was like one of the premier chefs in Boston for like 30 years for all the country wow. and stuff in Boston yeah so it's kind of it's wow. kind of cool to be a part of a family that really you know they're not they're not a bunch of deadbeats they're all you know they work they work and they love they love working so you know but That's yeah but I, I recommend wonderful. it for everyone especially if they are searching i recommend it for everyone and don't wait for your uh husband to be generous like mine was just go and get get your Ancestry.com on your own, you know, and right. uh, find out. Yeah, I put it off, too.
1: Finally, my, my, uh, one of my best Irish friends, she was like, just do it. And her thing is she got the medical one for me because she likes to know the medical stuff. She, I think she's kind of like, look, because <clears throat> I don't have any family, I think she's like, look, someday when you're old, I'm going to wind up figuring out your stuff because she takes care of all the old people in her neighborhood. (laughs) She's like, let's find out what's wrong with you now. But um, I only know my mother's side. And as you know, my mother was adopted. So she knows some stuff about her birth family. And I'm really hoping also I'm going to find a bunch of my cousins on my mom's side because I only met one aunt of the four. And... um, Mm. I know one cousin who's my Facebook friend, who was my aunt's youngest son, who's a hairdresser in Texas. But I don't know any of my other cousins. I've talked to him a little bit. He knows a couple of them of our cousins. But when I was researching my uh, birth family, when I was doing the spending time in Louisville, where my mom was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and I found my mother's, my grandmother's gravestone on Find a Grave. He didn't even know it was there. He didn't know anything about our grandmother. My grandmother died when my mom was five, but he didn't have, I thought he'd be able to fill me in with all these details because one, he's older and two, um, his mother was older. So she was around more before my grandmother died, but he said all his mother ever told him was how painful it was and never told him anything about the family. So I'm excited to meet some cousins from the older sisters so I can learn more about my birth family. And it's interesting because at the same time, that, that has happened. My adopted cousins from my mom's adopted family, we've all kind of found each other on Facebook. And now I'm connected to almost every one of them, I think, except for one, one past, sadly, um, and the other one, and one more. And so um, we're we're all planning to get together, but then COVID happened. So I'm planning to go out to um, upstate New York where my mom grew up and and scatter her ashes uh, on the, my family, the home my family owned. Um, it's now a spiritual center. I already did her ashes in Kentucky. and I'm going to go to New York and do the same and meet up with all my, my adopted cousins. So I think sometimes, oh, nice. and this happened for you too, right, spirit just says family's coming back. Yeah. And um, I never thought I would talk to any of my relatives again. Because the family just kind of split when my adopted grandmother died when I was eleven. All my cousins are older than me on, on of my adopted cousins, and um, yeah, it, I never thought that family would come back. I'm lear- I'm lo- looking forward to hearing the stuff that they know about that family because they're all older than me. Um, right, right. And I think that would make my mom happy. And then I have a wonderful well, chosen family with brothers and sisters like you, and um. So I just feel like for a girl that never had any family. Now I have more family that I know what to do with. And when the DNA results come back, I might wind up knowing more about my father. And I don't care if he was the doctor or he was an intern
0: or he was – I don't care who he was. I'm just grateful right. to have my right. life, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And, and you're going to find – so from your mom, though, from, aren't you going to find out DNA stuff from her, too? Because she was adopted as well. So do you not know yeah. who her real family is? I
1: know who her sisters are, and I know who her mother was real? and her grandparents. Okay. Not, okay. But I, But I do not know. She did not know who her father was. Like you, she knew who her mother said her father was. But at ah, one point it. when my grandmother died and one of my aunts was sorting through some of the paperwork in her place, and found my mother's birth certificate, but somehow it never made it to my mother. Uh Um, She said there was a different name on the birth certificate than my mom thought her last name was. And then, because, you know, my grandma, she liked men. And then um, one time her sister, because my mom wrote to three of her sisters on and off, and her older sister said something to her like, you think this guy was your father, But mom always said it was that good-looking Irishman that played the guitar. And so my mom always wondered, was that the name on the birth certificate? So it's all been, like, up in the air, right? And it's hard to get somebody's birth certificate. It's hard to, you know, you can research some stuff through census records, but it's hard to, I tried to find my mom's birth certificate. I did find my grandmother's death Mm -hmm. certificate. But I tried to find my mom's birth certificate, but I the, the hospital where she was born doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's it's not like now where records are all on computers or even when they were on microfiche, right? right, right. When we were kids. Um, back in the 30s, there was a huge flood in Louisville. They lost a bunch of stuff. There was a fire and a bunch of stuff got lost. And the truth is, nobody cared for poor people were born back then. So as a matter of yeah. fact, until just recently, and I don't even know who bought it, my grandmother didn't even have a. She didn't even have a headstone. And then somebody bought her this lovely little headstone, but um, nobody know I don't know who it was. Maybe it was one of the cousins or one of my aunts as they got older. My mom knew nothing about it. I found it on Find a Grave. So it's interesting how family now is coming back into your life because of these DNA tests. And I think it's important for folks to know where they come from, even though I'm still a firm believer that chosen family is also amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's definitely, you know. And I joked with my with my siblings, you know, on our first Zoom call. I said, "Well, now I know where I can get organs. Now, you know, now I know <laughs> where I can get spare organs yeah. if I need, if yeah, I I need, I need can any help." I to get
1: some organs too. Sure, that's a good yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's like, hey, who's going to give me yeah. some
1: organs? And, you know, I I hear all these stories about donor babies, and I hear that, you know, they they showed up at the doctor's house, or they hunted down the sibling and, you know, invite me to Christmas or whatever. I don't, I'm so grateful that man gave me life. I don't need anything from him. I don't need anything from his family. It just would be nice to know who he is and where I come from. But I don't need to, like, you don't have to be my BFF. I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful that I just got what I got. I mean, clearly, I got some good stuff from him and great stuff from my mom, so I'm thrilled, and you know, happy, happy. So I'm, it, it will be interesting. I'm a little nervous for it to come back. I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a little nervous because um, no, I, I you always I, think you're yeah, one thing. Yeah, I hear you. So the name that you thought you always, you always were was that a different guy and your mom got confused or was that the name your dad gave her?
0: We'll never know. Honestly, okay. we'll never know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's we'll part never of the not know, knowing, right? I mean, it's like
1: dealing with spirit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, cause I mean, there could have been a Robert Hennessy. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but you know, if there was, I mean, he wasn't my dad, so.
1: Right, and you look so much like your dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's, I mean, yeah, he's, and he's a hoot and a half, and he loves Bob, Isn't that so nice? that's All that matters. Yeah.
1: Isn't that nice? Isn't that wonderful yeah. that you that you walk yeah. into a family that's so embracing of everything you are?
0: Yeah, they really they really have been wonderful. They, I'm, really, uh, I'm really blessed and very, very grateful for each and every one of them. You know? mm,
1: I love that. That's such a success story. I think that's so beautiful, sweetheart. I'm so happy for you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's been quite a ride, <laughs> to say the least. Now,
1: how, is it, how um, has it changed you? How do you feel differently because of it?
0: Um, I feel like uh, I'm not looking every day. You know, because I I literally Mm -hmm. spent every day of my life looking for my father, every day Mm -hmm. of my life, every day, either actually physically looking for him or thinking about looking for him or thinking about him or wondering what he was like. And, you know, and and then, you know, the fact that I have five siblings, that makes it well, six, one that we can't find right now. But uh, but, you know, that's that's like extra, extra Frosting on the cake, so
1: mm. isn't that lovely? Yeah. That's so wonderful, and do you think that yeah, made really you um, did not the whole experience has made you a more grounded person?
0: um I'd like to say yes, and i I think after finally meeting them, it has because you know mm. before meeting them it was still like I hadn't been with them physically. You know what I mean? It's like I hadn't shook their hands or hugged them or kissed them or loved them, like, you know, in person. So I think Mm. that's when everything really shifted. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. I think that's wonderful.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's a beautiful story. And I'm so happy to have been a part of your life where you were on that journey and to see it work out in such a beautiful way and um, and everything is working out so beautifully for you, and I'm so happy for you. Um, thank you so much for being here with me today. Where can people find you online? And let's do this again soon.
0: They can find me online at uh, dinodogs.com, D-I-N-O-D-O-G-Z.com, and they can also find me on uh, Facebook at Lena's Dance. They can find out more about the movie that we're making, L-E-N-A. S D A N C E Lena's Dance on Facebook. And, and you know that that's 21. my mother's name, right? You know I Lena was my that. mother's name. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's How right. How about that? Yeah. That was mm-hmm. that was the 98-year-old woman who changed my life when I was 16. That's what the movie's about. Well, yep. Yeah. There and are no accidents, is, right? He I, is playing the uh 98-year-old woman.
1: I I think that's wonderful. I love you, my friend, and I'm so happy to have you here. Let's do this again soon. The wonderful Michael McHale, everybody. Please go and find him because he's wonderful. Uh, I'm Sheena Metal. I'm at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com for all your psychic and spiritual needs. And if you have any questions about Michael or any of my guests, this is Haunted Playground. We're here every Wednesday at 6 o'clock Pacific time. And don't forget, Tuesdays, excuse me, five o'clock pacific time and don't forget tuesdays at five o'clock pacific time we're here doing my raising the vibration show uh find me everywhere on social media at sheena metal till i see you next time seek peace live in love lead with kindness embrace unity always raise your vibration i love you all a lot and i'll see you next time
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the
1: deli i guess uh in my dentist's office.